And it's about that time. We are back right here on the Win Daily DFS MLB DFS plays, props, and values. The early lock show. I'm Tony. This is Jason. As always, we got through a really good first week. We're going into the second week. A lot of interesting plays here and there. Actually, it's probably like the third week because open day was like a Thursday or whatever. But um, Jason, man, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I know we just got done doing a show. We're doing another show. A lot of different valuable plays. Uh, we're going to talk right off with the pitching slate. Nine games on this late end slate, right? That starts at six o'clock. What are you looking at when it comes to? Because we talked about Clay Kershaw. Let's go right into this. We talked about Clay Kershaw. Eighty pitches gets taken out of the game, right? He's the highest pitcher on the slate. You know, do you have him as your ace of the slate for tonight's game? He is like the de facto ace of the slate, but he's not a, a must start. Ace, look, his his K prop is seven and a half with, you know, you're getting plus money on the over seven and a half on DraftKings right now. He's going to have the highest K prop. He's going to be the biggest favorite. So, yes, he is the safest player on the slate to go ahead and roster for your cash games. But this pitching slate is super deep. It's not just, you know, Kershaw and you fall off a cliff. It's Kershaw. Then you got guys in the 9K range in McGill, Garcia, and Mania that are all playable at 9,600, 9,300, 9,100. I think in GPPs, people will roster these guys as well. And then at 8,100 on DraftKings, you got McClanahan, who's interesting if he gets a longer leash. You got Lorenzen against the Astros, which I think people will be off him, but I think he's definitely in play. I'm not scared of Houston. And then you got guys like Frankie Montas. Going against Baltimore at home, Pitchers Park, 7,300, in a great spot. And you got Alex Cobb, who's in play. Um, the Mets have been hitting really good, so I don't know if I'm going to go there. But he's only 7,500. His velocity is up. So there's a lot of different pitchers, so you don't have to play Kershaw. But in cash, I think you do You know, go ahead and go with Kershaw. And I think you split them up. Um, and you don't go all in on Kershaw because there's a lot of value in that mid-range. And there's some bats you're going to want to pay up for that don't go all in on Kershaw because there's other spots to get different. Well, you say that, which is a good point, because you talked about a lot of these valuable pitchers and you can't go all in on all the aces of the top uh, top money value. So when you get your stack on, we talk about Coors Field. We're talking specifically, right, about, I mean, you there could be some sneaky players in Colorado because Aaron Ola has been inconsistent, but it's specifically made for the Philly stack, right? Because we talked about this with big money guys, 6,200 for Bryce Harper. Right, fifty four hundred for Kyle Schwarber. You know, six thousand for Nick Castellanos. You know, are you going to attack these guys? You going to feel comfortable if you take two of those big money guys with maybe like a value pitcher like Frankie Montas? So what I'm going to probably do is there's some strategy of building out your lineups where you're you're kind of hedging against certain things. So I would build some Kershaw lineups with the Philadelphia stack. I would build some Kershaw lineups without Philadelphia. And I'll also build some Philadelphia lineups without Kershaw. So you're kind of mixing and matching those scenarios. If Philly goes off or if Kershaw goes off, you can have them together and then you can have them apart. And then if you get the other sides of that right, I don't build just one liner for MLB. I'll, I'll throw in three or four or five different variations. Nights where I have more time, I'll go out there and build a couple more. But on this pitching slate, there are other options. So, yeah, I think you can go with a Philly stack. I think Colorado's in play as well. Look, Nola has been shaky, actually real shaky. He's susceptible to the home run ball, which is something that you don't want to have. 
going into Coors Field. He'll have one home run against the Mets, two home runs against Oakland. And Colorado is not – they're not a bad lineup, man. This guy Connor Joe is raking, Chris Bryant hitting well, C.J. Crone, McMahon, Blackman, the top five guys in that lineup, and maybe even throwing like a cheap Dom Nunez. There's bats in Colorado that can hit. I want to see the weather there. I also want to see the weather in Chicago because if the wind's blowing out, I do like Tampa Bay a bit. I think they're always under-owned. Right now I'm looking at 15-mile-an-hour, maybe 20-mile-an-hour winds blowing out. There's no over-under set as of right now in that game, specifically because of the wind. Tampa Bay broke out a little bit. And, Tony, I don't know about you, man, but I really don't know what to make of Kyle Hendricks. I think he's kind of washed. He had that great start opening day, and then he got hit up when everybody tried to go back in his cookie jar again. So I think Tampa Bay, with the wind blowing out, with a, a bad Kyle Hendricks, is a sneaky stack to maybe pair with Philly or Colorado. So we got breaking news, right? So if anybody, if anybody listens to the Wind Daily Sports Show on Sirius Satellite XM Fantasy Sports Radio, we just got done doing a serious show. And we were talking live bets. So Chris Paul has hit the over one and a half three point made prop at plus one seventy five. So we are one. So I want I want to cut you off though. What did Uh-oh. I say to you? What did I say to you, you like two you hours? What did I, I say? I didn't see the shot go up because I was so locked in with this. But what did I say to you? Just just tell everybody that I'm kind of smart. I'm not. Super you did smart. say that if they could keep this game close, if you keep the game close, that he's going to start shooting up threes instead of dishing the ball. And that's what they did. They cut the game. New Orleans, they cut the game with under 10 in a single digits. And what happens? Boom, CP3, three-point yeah. I said Money it live. I'm like, you need Chris Paul. <laughs> if Chris Paul is going to take another three, they need to cut it to under 10. And then he just hit another one, too. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Because, he, you know, when it gets close, he's going to – you know, put up those shots. So kudos to you, man. You got some money, plus money on a good bet, one and a half threes. And he went out there, got that one early, made you sweat a little bit in your hoodie all through the series show, but now you got it. But back to baseball, man, sneaky stacks. I like Tampa Bay. You kind of like Oakland. Yeah, Oakland to me, it's a big park out there in Oakland. If you go Oakland, there's one guy I like. I played him the other day. He made me some money. Sean Murphy at catching at the catcher position. Nobody plays him. Nobody really knows who he is, and he's got power. So I do like him. Um, but outside of that, if you were to stack Oakland, which one of these guys are you stacking with a guy like Sean Murphy? So here's the thing, right? So you know if people that follow me and they listen to me here, you know I'm a, the big value guy. I'm the big, you know, plus money better, and I like to take these sneaky value guys. So when I'm talking stack, I'm not paying 4800 for Sean Murphy. I'm going to uh, get that power in Seth Brown at 3,400, and I'm going to go with a guy in Tony Kemp who's multiple position eligible, uh, you know, eligibility, and he can do multiple things. I, I preach, and everybody's different. You're going to find out at Wendell Sports, but I preach positive point production, and you can't always go all power. Listen, I know for me, for the Philadelphia Phillies, you go all power, sometimes there's a blackout, right? So you got to get those guys that are going to give you two for four, at the plate, knock in a couple runs, maybe steal a bag and hit one in, you know, different sides of the ballpark. So that's what Tony Kemp does. And against a guy in Spencer Watkins, that's basically a bullpen pitcher. This is a, you know, for me, look, you get two guys, Jay, at, at $7,000. We just talked about, you know, a Fra- Frankie Montaz as an ace at 7,400 sneakily, right? So you get two bats that could essentially give you maybe 20, 
22 points in DK combined. I think that's a nice little stack, you know, especially when you're talking about building off for those big Philly guys. Yeah, and you talk about cheap players, man. Tampa Bay's got some cheap bats. They, yeah. If you're ever looking for a cheap bat, just go to Tampa Bay. And you go to their outfield. They always have guys like Kiermaier, Margot, Josh yep. Lowe, Brett Phillips. All these guys are always going to be sub-3K. You're not going to know who's starting on any given slate, and there is some pinch hit risk with some of these guys. Not not as much with Kiermaier, but they're always cheap. You know, G-Man Choi is 3,800, Mejia 3,400. So Tampa Bay is a cheap pairing um, with Philadelphia. And we mentioned Philadelphia. Alec Bauman, like you said to me off air, one of the better hitters, but he's got the yips, whatever you want to call it, can't make a throw, makes a lot of errors. So Carmargo is getting starts, and his price tag hasn't jumped up. So if he gets a start, almost – I want to consider him a free square, but he's going to be popular – it's a really soft matchup in Coors Field, 2,600. So it's a cheap way to get exposure to Coors Field. Like I built uh, a pretty nice little stack right now with four Philly players, three Tampa Bay players. I got to find a one-off, but I got Montas and Kershaw with a you know Harper, Cassianos, um, Segura, Carmago stack. So I got some of the bigger bats there, and I still have three thousand dollars. Which you now I'll look at the lineup to come out tomorrow. 3K, you can find somebody at 3K playing shortstop. You can probably find like 10 of these guys because shortstop is usually a cheaper position to load up on. So I, I should be fine there. But I also can take Kershaw out of that lineup and go with a second cheap option and then really load up on all my Philly bats and Tampa Bay bats. Yeah, and, and that's why we're, we're talking about the gas can't say we're talking about Jack Cole because that's a guy that, you know, you want to attack with this Philly lineup. Now, you said Segura. I know we talked about this before. But I'm with you. You know, obviously, you got to watch. Camargo's 2,600, so you got to watch what Girardi's going to do with the opening lineup. Like I said, I don't understand his being in Philly. Uh, Bohm actually has been the best hitter uh, for the Phillies right now, I, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, but, again, you don't know how they they, they have confidence in him at the, at the hot corner. So it seems like – but with the D8s now, it seems like he should always be in play. So keep an eye on that as well. But Jason, you talk about value, and we talked about sneaky stacks. And, you know, we had Adam on, obviously, on, on Sirius, and he talked about San Diego uh, going up against a rookie pitcher. And I'm going to tell you why, like, like, again, another value play, but I, I always go with these low-budget guys for my FFBP. And that's specifically for the reason why you're going Camargo. I'm going to go pro for I'm going to go Jerks and pro for because again, here's a guy who has three home runs. Eh? He has yep. three home runs. And again, he is only 2,700 against a rookie left-hander. Okay. At home, I, I just think this is a great play, but this lineup specifically, are you looking to do any San Diego stacks based on these numbers? Um. Yeah, I'm not, like, in love with San Diego. Um, Adam backed it up, though. They they mash lefties. So there's a yep. situation where you can get Machado cheap. You get a couple of these bats. They're all affordable. That's the thing with San Diego. They're all really affordable. Um, 4,700 Machado. Then you got Cronenworth at 4,200, Grissom at 3,900. And then everybody else is, like, 3,600 and below. If Voight can do something with the bat, and he starts heating up. He's only 3,300. Nola, good hitting catcher, 3,600. Usually hits towards the top of the lineup. And you mentioned Profar. Um, switch hitter, plays multiple positions, so you get that benefit. And he's really not pitch hit risk. So he's cheap, can't really burn you. He can steal a base. He can hit a home run. And he was a top prospect back in the day, like one of the, 
the highest prospects, you know, for the last 10 years, but he just hasn't really, you know, made it to that Tatis level or Machado level, but he was on that level prior to them. So maybe he's heating up. Maybe he's figuring it out. He's having some fun out there in San Diego. He's playing looser, maybe without Tatis there. He has kind of like a defined role in this team where he's playing every day now. So I like that call 2,700 and I, and I support Adam, man. He's, He's on this team for a reason because it's a rookie pitcher, pitcher on the road, um, lefty where San Diego is strong against lefties. But we're going to need some some guys like Austin Nola and Luke Voigt and Cronenworth to step up in this game because these San Diego bats have been kind of quiet um, throughout the season so far. So they haven't been doing what they did last year. So speaking of Adam. Right, we had him on, and, and you mentioned this before we had him on. You started you started talking about a guy named Alex Cobb, who again, you know, for some reason, yeah, you know, for some reason, San Francisco continues to be the unheard of, unspoken team that just wins games. Uh, but let me ask you this because they're going up against your Mets, and we talked about Miguel; he's pretty high priced, but. Alex Cobb at seventy five hundred with reestablished velocity uh, against a team. That's been hitting the ball a lot. I mean, I think, Jason, you said it earlier. I think they're like number one, number two of runs scored, uh, you know, early on. So what do you think about the Cobb matchup against the Mets? Both these pitchers, if they were facing somebody else, I would love, you know, love them both. But McGill, the Giants just pesky, man. You have Yastrzemski and Belt and Jock Peterson, Crawford, some lefties that have been hitting the ball. So it worries me just because it's the Giants, man. They just, they figure things out and they've been, They've been hitting well this year. It's not like they, they're not the, – the numbers aren't are, are standing behind them. And the Mets at the same time, McNeil has been swinging a hot bat. Lindor has been hot. Marte has been hot. Alonzo has been hot. Escobar Cano are doing their thing. Dom, it's it's a tough lineup right now. They're, they're scoring runs. So I'm going to try to have a couple shares there, but they're not my favorite pitchers just due to the matchup. It kind of worries me. The only thing that's going to be in their favor, um, Tone, you know probably – New York got cold today, and I think it's going to be cold tomorrow. So if that weather drops down and it's like 40 degrees at game time and the wind's blowing in at game time, then I might get some more shares of Alex Cobb. And I want to see the lines that roll out as well. They become more interesting if it's cold out and the wind's blowing in. If it heats up, which I don't think it is because I heard some I, – I think I turned on the news earlier. It's going to be like 40 degrees tomorrow. So if, it's, if it is cold – I will bump up my shares of both these guys because they're priced right. Their K prop is out right now. Um, McGill is five and a half, which is one of the higher you know K props out there. And we want to target guys are going to go out there and get strikeouts. And Cobb is four and a half. So at his price tag, it does make sense. The other guy I'll mention too, we haven't spoke about him much, but Mania, his K prop is six and a half, man. So that's something mm-hmm. that we haven't spoke about him. He came out Cincinnati, man, weak. Their lineup is weak. They strike out a good amount. And what I like about Mania, too, first game, 88 pitches. Second game, 86 pitches. 6Ks, 7Ks in both those games. And against San Fran, you know, one of those games, tougher matchup. He went out there and did his thing, man. So he's getting comfortable out there in San Diego. He should be in line for the win, too. San Diego is going to be a big favorite, you know, by the time this game is locked. They're already minus 165. That number might go up. So, you know, if you want to get a little different, I think Mania is there. This is a great pitching slate, man. There's guys that I can sell you on pretty much in every game. If you go Kershaw, I'm down to pitch him. Montas, down to pitch him. Mania, down to pitch him. 
outside of cores, yeah, Lorenzen and Luis Garcia, I'm not playing a price tag, but Lorenzen, another guy we haven't even mentioned yet, I'll pitch him. If there's not a lot of wind in Wrigley, McClanahan's in play. I'm not touching, you know, Zach Thompson or Eric Lauer. Um, they're not really in play, but then back to, you know, Sam Fran and the Mets. These two guys are both in play. So all these pitches are good. It's going to be tougher getting stacks. It's going to be tougher to get different in your stacks because everybody's going to be loading up on Philly and Colorado because that's the easiest game that everyone sees, the over-under 11. So that's going to be popular. I suggest you get your shares of Coors Field because Vegas is typically more times right than wrong. But find ways to get different. And if you're going to build more than one lineup, make sure you play one Coors Field type lineup and then one without them because they're going to be super popular going into tomorrow. And just keep an eye on the East Coast weather because as much as it's going to get cold, it's supposed to rain. Uh, so you're you're going to see that Arizona-Washington game, there's there's chance of a rain out. The San Francisco-Mets game, chance of a rain out. There's, there's a lot of rain on the East Coast in the next couple of days. So you're going to have to make sure you stay glued to that. You, you know, you keep a wide eye open at that as well, especially if you're going to be betting those K-Pros. But – but look, we talked about the Coors Field thing, but before we get out of here, Jay, you look at we we talked a bunch and covered almost every single angle. But any any final thoughts? Any you know any final looks? Maybe one player that maybe you, you know you're looking to avoid one player. Maybe you're all in on. Maybe shares on before we get out of here. Yeah, I think the biggest thing right now, if I had to make a lineup tonight, Tampa Bay is going to be your sneakier of stacks. They make a lot of sense. They're cheap. If the wind's blowing out. They may become a lot more popular, but they still won't be as popular as Coors Field. Um, to that point, you know, Brandon Lowe, the top half of this lineup with, you know, Franco and Rosarena. Uh, we got to see who's healthy, who's not healthy for Tampa Bay right now. But Tampa Bay is the sneakier stack here. Check out the weather and, and come into the expert chat on our Discord, man, and ask the yeah. questions to me and Adam and you. And everybody else in there, we got an NBA slate, three-gamer there. There's a lot of money on the line with NBA playoffs and MLB kicking off. And in our expert chat, we're having conversations all day, every day. And Adam saved me a couple times so far this year just, just being on top of the news. You yeah. know, Mike Trout got scratched one day. There's a potential rain out here. So we're all helping each other out. So my biggest advice, if you're watching us on YouTube or on Twitter or on Twitch, whatever the case may be, Make sure you go to our Discord chat. Make sure you go to windailysports.com. And if you haven't used the optimizer and you want to try it out, use promo code radio. Gets you a free week to use all of our tools. If you're a free subscriber, to hop into expert chat, it makes a big difference to be there and learn what we're looking at as far as stacking goes, what we're looking at as far as, you know, lining up the right pitches. We're here to help you. We really want to turn your love of sports into a profit center. I was laughing on Sirius today. That one of our subscribers has been with us for for quite some time. He was upset about a fifteen hundred dollar win, but I was I was happy to see that because I'd be just as upset because when you have those big nights, you want them to be even bigger. So I like that competitive edge that you know one of our subscribers show. So hop into expert chat. Make sure you lock in with us prior to lock. Adam puts his cores in there. I put my notes in there. We'll be putting in props, bets. We got you covered on everything. So make sure you hop into expert chat so we can have those one on one discussions to really teach you how to stack, and things change with weather. Things change when lineups roll out. So even though we write an article or our projection models up there, lineup optimizers up there, those conversations, we get these gut feels or, or news comes out, breaking news, it allows us to adjust and potentially pivot off of somebody who's popular 
and get on the right side of ownership on our stacks and our pitchers. Yeah, listen, it's a great point. What I'll say, you know, on an outro is number one, I you know, need two points uh, from CJ McCollum. We got about four and change left, and I need I need two points from CJ to get my 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 second plus money prop. Uh, but what I will say is, and it, and again, you if you follow Jigsaw here, you know I'm fully transparent as a guy who 100% always said, you know, that maybe I could just do this and pick guys. I'm telling you something right now. When you're when you're running every single day, you got families, you got you know multiple full time jobs, but you still want to get in the game. This is the kind of stuff that you need to join up because you know you don't have time to break through everything. We do that for you. Uh, you know, match. And this isn't just to single anybody out, but. I'll tell you what, Adam is the one guy who's consistently in these chats every single day for Major League Baseball and just and even for NBA, I know Ghost is as well. They just consistently keep you up to date. Where else can you just go in a flip of a finger and know exactly who you need to target? And and then you know, takes you 30 seconds. You could do that while you're picking up your kid from basketball practice or baseball practice. So um that's just not you know, just because we 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 you know we have a company here, but this is because we believe in what we do, and we're very passionate, and we enjoy everybody who's in Discord as well. But uh, listen, nine games tomorrow from six on, uh, going to be very interesting. We got some NBA games; it's it's going to be exciting. Uh, but as always, make sure you're following us at Wind Daily Sports in all sorts of formats. And as always, sponsored by. The Sharp app, your one-stop shop for all things sports betting. That's where you get the all lines from all the books. And make sure you're checking out the affiliate codes as well. There's free money to be had. We drop articles every single day. We got, God, I think we got like four Major League Baseball articles dropping every day. We got covered on hockey. We had UFC this weekend, NASCAR, PGA. I mean, every single day there's something to read. So, as always, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Catch us in the podcast as well. Make sure you're hitting that five-star. Make sure you hit the five-star. It takes one second. Go to podcast, hit the five-star, drop a one-line review so we know everybody's tuning in. Uh, get us in the comment sections as well. Make sure you get in those comments. And again, Ivan, as always, thanks for checking in. So we're going to get out of here. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll catch you right back here tomorrow night.